friend. On today's creativity chat, I have two of my favorite humans. We've got Mia Brabham and Ellen Zubek. They make up my creative community, my creative champions, my creative cheerleaders, something of that sort. And I just wanted to have them on the episode today. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I know where you guys are. I'll tell the lovely listener where you live. Ellen. <laughs> Ellen, you go. Okay. So I am from Toledo, Ohio, and that's where I currently am in my lovely parents' home. Hi, I'm Mia. Welcome. And um, thanks for listening. Kristen's listeners. This is, I'm like, oh my gosh, a fandom. We love right? it. Um, I also feel like there's a ton of people listening right now. I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia originally, and I live in Washington, D.C. right now. And also I love the alliteration, Kristen. You're like creative champions, creative cheerleader, creative community. Yeah. All around. It's like, it all just fits like a puzzle. It's perfect. Thanks. I think what's cool is both of you became my friends through YouTube and that was when we were in high school and here we are 10 years later and we're still friends, yeah. which is wild. I was just going to say, I like to brag about that all the time to people. When I say your names, I always have to say afterwards, my friend that I met on YouTube. Like <laughs> I have to specify that like it's an internet friend that I met through YouTube because I think it's really cool. And now people are always very like, oh like tell me more about that like that's so true I, <laughs> I really do that I, I don't even I can't even tell you how many times I've talked about you guys I think every podcast I've been on um they ask about the YouTube journey it's like I, there's no way I can't mention both of you yeah and it's just so funny how often I reference you I literally was on a podcast yesterday and I referenced you guys we're so embedded in each other's lives and my best friend is always like I'll talk about one of you guys she goes the the friends from the we will meet one day group chat <laughs> and she knows our group chat name and um yeah and I'm like well I've met Kristen we, Ellen we still got to meet in I person. know but Kristen, um, Kristen's the best at like getting on top of all of that because yeah. like I've met Kristen as well but like have not met any of the rest of the YouTube people <laughs> oh my actually, gosh actually in college I there was a girl who was in my program in the film pro program we got to know each other pretty well and then one day we were talking about YouTube She's talking about how she had a YouTube channel when she was younger. And then she, I was just like, wait, me too. And then she was telling me what her channel was. It was Oh My Bacon. I don't know if you guys have, if you recognize that name, Oh My Bacon. I remember she was, her. She was like relatively famous. So remember in our like little community, like if you had over a thousand subscribers, you were like relatively famous. Relatively famous. Coin <laughs> right now. Coin it right now. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, dude, I think I was subscribed to you. And then we like went and like checked and we were subscribed to each other. And like we had That's not so cool. never known it. It was the craziest Coincidence, and I think Kristen, I might have told you this story because she was really good YouTube friends with Tristan, who we were in, we yes. were in that like vlog channel with. Right. And so now we will like, she like tags Tristan in everything that I do that is somewhat YouTube related. She'll be like, oh, well, like this reminds me of YouTube and like tags Tristan. And I'm just like, and now Tristan is like this like TikTok star and like, oh my God. He lives in Atlanta yeah. too. He lives here in my yeah. city. Have you met up? We actually saw each other at a conference. I think I told Ellen about this and he was right behind me and I turned around and I said, Tristan. <laughs> And then, and then he told his coworkers, he's like, oh, I guess we like follow each other on Instagram or something. And I said, Tristan, you know, <laughs> when we vlog, come on, when we vlog. Oh, yeah. I remember All that. That was videos. iconic. Can we please bring those back? But I mean, yeah. the internet is really such a small world, Yeah, it, both on the internet and offline, because it's funny. I've ran into people who 
Kristen, one of my friends knew you. He goes, you know, Kristen Richard. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I've been following her forever. And I'm like, ah! I met Ben Ellen in the page program at NBC. And he ben. knew you. Yeah. I'm trying to think of his last name. Oh, Ben Code. Yes. And it's like, and, and, it's, and, and you know, Katie Dills too. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, Katie Dills what? See, yeah. this is what I mean. And it's so funny having to explain to people. I'm like, oh my God, you know, Ellen. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, how do you know her? And I'm like, well, I've never met her, but I know her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but you've met her. And this is so weird now. It's like this triangle. So I yeah. mean, it just goes to show it is so possible to make a connection. And everyone's so interconnected. It's like that. What is that rule? Like the rule of separation? Six degrees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never had the intention of I'm meeting these people on the internet. I'm going to befriend them. They're, they will be in my life for the next decade. Yeah. But here we are. When did you realize, hey, actually, these friendships I've made may be sustainable? Well, Kristen, I actually remember like one of these comments that you put on one of my videos early on. And it was so cute. We're both probably like in eighth grade. And you commented something like, super nice i hope you become a director one day i'll be around i'll see it happen like blah 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 blah. and i was just kind of like that's so cool that i have this person who's cheering me on from another state i've never met her and she like sees something in me and like that's at a point too where i'm like 13 like what like i don't know what i want to do yet i remember just being like oh that's really nice it instilled so much confidence like i was like i am good at what i do and i was like literally only 13 or 14. and then i think like later on though like down the road I think once we became like Facebook friends, like once it became like, oh, you know my real life now, like you like, you know my last yeah. name now, like. Yeah, that yeah, was big. So big. You're like, wow, I know this person. I don't know the moment I knew, but it just looking back now, I'm just yeah. like, it makes sense because I feel like so much of friendship is defined by proximity and we never had that to begin with. So it's like, it's like you always know you're going to be in touch because you weren't just defined by how close you were to each other. It was a real connection based yeah. on passion and again, rooting each other on. So it's so authentic. It's like some of the most authentic connections I've had in my life, honestly. Um, so yay, internet. <laughs> yeah. I think that there's like, just from our generation to not just YouTube, but like, I think I've met other people who are interested in kind of similar things that I am that have internet friends from other sites, like other forums or whatever. That just speaks to like how we grew up. Like we grew up with the internet. Like it was new when we were little. You got to use dial up. We were like so interested and like intrigued by the whole thing. We're just at the perfect age to like be bred on it. Like know exactly like the intricacies of the internet. Like remember when it was like our parents were like super afraid that like we were talking to strangers and stuff. I was, and I was like, say, were your parents like okay with this or how did they support y'all in this? Or were they like, wow, or did they not know you were doing it at all? My parents just said, hey, we don't care if you talk to people, if you're video chatting them, just like don't be late at night with a guy <laughs> because we don't want him to pressure you into doing anything at night. Not talk. That's a, that's a legit worry though, because it's like on the internet at that time, like nobody knows, like, you know right but yeah no i didn't tell my parents for sure <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> awesome but my my mom told me actually recently that my dad knew about it and would like monitor would like watch my videos like and like show them to her and they just never talked to me about it because they knew that it was something that was like special to me and like that's so could, cute yeah <laughs> so they were like they were like reading the comments on my youtube channel like making sure that like things were not like getting too like gross or weird or like creepy and <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am obsessed with that. That's so cute. That's amazing parenting. Shout out to them. Um, my <laughs> parents knew and they were very involved. Like my parents, well, mostly my dad wanted to be in all my videos. He was like obsessed. He still asked me, when are we making the bring it on skit? I'm like, dad, that was 10 years ago. Um, but they were super involved. And like, I was, I think they just trusted me and trust is so important in parents and their kids, which yeah, really cool. Like what you said, Ellen, that they were yeah. and you took Kristen clearly because your parents knew and Ellen, your parents didn't, but to yeah. be like, Hey, um, I trust you. You can do this at a young age. I think we've all turned out to be okay people because parents yeah. give that to their kids. It's like, okay, I, I'm going to try and be like on my best behavior. I want right. to be. I think for me, it's helped me ask better questions when it comes to like meeting strangers, because I realized how quickly I felt like very close to people on the internet and it always felt so strange of why do I feel so close to people that I don't see on the day-to-day but it was because we were actually like really just getting to the root of things and um, not really holding back and I think Ellen you've done such a great job of like opening up of different things that you've struggled with and using filmmaking to share that and then Mia you've been so candid (laughs) all the time like (laughs) You have had so many series where I just felt like you said, I'm basically your big sister, like talking to you. And this is how things are. Those are two things that have always stood out to me of like, how do I apply that in my life? And I'm still like working through that. Yeah. What well, you think being open and vulnerable? To me, it's easier to be vulnerable with strangers mm-hmm. and like opening up that space of, all right, but transparency with people that I know should be like, almost equal weight if not more it's a really good point when you put it that way I'm like oh I totally see that see that now because I always wondered what made me such an open book and maybe that was YouTube like maybe that was me sharing with strangers because I I mean I don't know I mean actually I don't have we ever talked about like why we started YouTube I think we can all guess but when (laughs) I started it wasn't to be like I want to, even though my username was potential celebrity, please help me. Yeah. Please, please help me. I don't know why, but I, I, I didn't do it though to be like, I'm going to be internet famous. Cause that wasn't a thing then I did it because I was like, I like movies. I like skits. I like acting and dancing. And I was like, and I just want to share this passion I have. And it was a very much YouTube acted as a time capsule without even knowing it. Like I was just making content. Cause I was like, this is fun. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so used to sharing my life with strangers. That's probably why I'm so open now. But it is weird to do it with people. Like it's definitely shifted. I think we're all very active on Instagram. Yeah. Other platforms. And it is like now our audience is a lot of people we know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of, that's weird to think about that transition. I guess, yeah, that I didn't even think about it that way. Because I do share quite a lot on social media, especially about like, um, like things that are pretty vulnerable, like vulnerable topics. And I think like, yeah, like maybe I'm having this realization right now that the fact that like I've been on the internet for so long talking about these things with real people mm-hmm. have made me, it's made me more comfortable. Like because it's the internet and social media is a place that I've always felt comfortable. I've always been interested in it and like yeah. making connections through it. And yeah, whoa. <laughs> it's neat too because we all were able to make videos, like take the ideas that we have and then just make mm-hmm. them. And it's been cool to see both of you shift into new areas of, hey, yeah, I, I know how to edit. I know how to concept, but I enjoy cinematography for you, Ellen, or like I enjoy writing for you, Mia. When you were doing YouTube, did you see yourself doing what you're doing now? Oh, my gosh. You mean like, did I imagine where I'd be where I am in my life now? 
Yeah, because you've both been through so much. You've lived in different cities. Honestly, wow, that's a really good question. I think yes and no. Because okay. I think back then I was like, well, my first dream was like move to New York and do theater. And then it, in high school and like college, when I started studying film, it definitely shifted to like, I wanted to live in, L- in LA. And I decided I wanted to do more like hosting and not acting. I think back then I would have thought that I'd be in LA to stay. Like I would just be there maybe in like movies or making them. So like to my journey where I am now, I'm like, this is like just divine. It makes so much sense that I am where I am now. And I'm focusing more on content more than I ever have, not on YouTube specifically, but in other ways it's manifested. Like I'm building my brand and my business. And like, I just did a webinar yesterday and like I wrote a book and now I'm like, let's talk about that book for a second. (laughs) A quick, uh, a little, a quick shout out to note to self. (laughs) Go for it. it, Am I giving myself a shout out? (laughs) Please do. (laughs) Okay. Oh my God. This feels so weird. Um, I just wrote a book. Uh, It came out a month ago yesterday. It's called No We both bought it. it. I love y'all. Thank you. Such wisdom in those pages. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That means a lot. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was just, it it was seven years of just like life. I started writing it in college. Just like uh, things that would come to my head. I call them personal thoughts turned quotes. Cause I didn't think when I wrote them down, I was like, these are quotes. I was like, I am writing and this sentence could probably go in a blog post. But like I decided when the pandemic started, I was just like, I lost my job. Like I have nothing to do. I've always wanted to write a book. And I like found the note on my phone. And I was like, Oh, this is happening. Um, so I made it into a book. It's 117 pages. It's like an easy read. You can come back to it. You can read it as like this mini devotional every day. You can doodle in it. You can journal in it. Um, it's like my little baby and it's exciting, but it makes sense with my YouTube journey. Now I'm just like, I would decide I want to freelance and like leave corporate, like even an amazing company that's prestigious as like NBC to leave it and then be like, but I want to be my own boss. I want to like make my own content. I'm like, that makes sense to me. That makes absolute sense. Yeah. Ellen's been doing the thing. She's been doing it. (laughs) At least trying, like struggling and like, like paddling very fast beneath the surface. But you, what you see is like very calm. <laughs> it's not like what I would have imagined when I was that age, but it totally, when you, when you like look at my whole like um, life and like interest in cameras and computers and all of that, it totally makes sense. I was always like wanted to hold the camera when I was little and just film, like just document, like just observe. And like, that's totally what I'm doing right now. I'm a little bit more like documentary focused. I do other kinds of video, of course. You gotta like make a living. But like the stuff that I enjoy doing most are like the videos I made on YouTube in 2009. That music video style, that like observational, like documentary style. It makes sense when you just like look at the whole journey. And of course there would be some like ups and downs on the, in you know, along the way. And going to film school really like brought that out because I like think I had big dreams kind of similar like I wanted to move to LA I wanted to or like New York or something you're like that's the only option yep that's what they make you think they're like that's what you that's how you will succeed and honestly even that's what film school told taught a lot of us in film school because that's kind of how like my program was kind of centered in it was like get on set move to LA stay in a big city and work on tv shows and like join the union like do all the film industry things and I was kind of like Okay, I'm glad I did this because it showed me I don't need to. Like, I can still be successful in other ways. Like, I took this, like, one documentary class that this professor, like, completely changed my whole mindset. Like, my junior year of college. I felt like I had a name for what I liked. Had never really thought, like, documentary was. I didn't, like, watch a ton of documentaries. Taking that class, I was like, I feel the best doing this kind of 
filmmaking. Like I feel actually not anxious doing this because everything else I was like, shoot, like I don't think I like cinematography or I don't think I like directing or I don't think I like sound or whatever. They tell you you have to have one job and you're yeah. like panicking because you're like, I am a creator. Like I want to yeah. like write the shot sheet and I want to do all this stuff. Like I want to be a producer, director, like cinematographer yeah. all in one. It's like, why right. do you have to choose? Right. It's this, oh, that's what they teach us. It's so funny. Like, because right. I, I mean, I didn't go to film school um, but I went to a liberal arts college and then studied film there. And it's just like the same thing where they just yeah. like, you have to choose one thing. Like, and you're like panicking. What do I do? Yeah. I was like, but I don't want to choose one thing though. <laughs> and something right. you said struck me too. It resonated with me, Ellen, because my dad, you say that all the time, how you said you knew you liked documenting things, but you didn't know it had a name. And then you yeah. like, wow, this is a thing. And my dad used to that to me all the time, like making these videos, like, I'd be making shot sheets, but I didn't know they had a name. Like, I'd be like, it wasn't really a script, but I was like, okay, like I'm going to have this camera and it's going to be a close up. And like, you do all these things and like, you, you know, we're like, Chris and I still remember the picture you posted on Instagram and it was like a tripod, but made of books. And it's like, yes! we, were, we were figuring out how to, like, we were doing these things before we even knew they had names. Like that is the definition of purpose and gifts and talent because it's like, you're doing these things and you don't even know what they are, but it's just in your heart and it's just like in your DNA to make it. And that is so cool to reflect on and be like, wow, I was doing that, a thing. That, that really touched my heart so much right now because it really, like, I really cannot see myself doing anything else. And like, whenever I try to, like, whenever I'm in a low and I'm like, shoot, like, what, like, what am I going to do? Like, is this really sustainable for the rest of my life? Like, what? Yeah. And then I like really can't imagine doing anything else. And like thinking back to that stack of books, like I just yep. think about a stack of books with a tripod, like as Behind a tripod. the scenes. <laughs> I love that you both are pinpointing a year and that's, I mean, that's when I started YouTube, 2009. And it's cool that even in such a baby state, we knew, but we didn't know, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, Whoa. the things that we were naturally doing are the things that ultimately we will continue to do. They will just look very different. And I think the cool thing is that you guys have been, you gals, ladies, women, whatever, <laughs> you've been present and our friendships have deepened and whenever either of us or any of us have questions it's like sos how much should i charge so true. i was just thinking like we always text that group chat and we're just like guys <laughs> business oh my god <laughs> like i could ask anybody i could email a professor i could like i went to freaking film school i could talk to any of my film school friends yet i text the group chat <laughs> so true so I just true. know it's unjaded. Your answer is going to be just how you would actually respond for yourself. And it's yeah. not like, oh, let me let me make her make less or like let yeah. me have her feel like she's doing all right. When it's like, no, increase that right. price. What, what do you guys think it is, though, about us? I'm curious because I, I really feel that it is that text, that group space is really a safe space for us. And there's absolutely no competition between us. There's no, like you said, we're not like gatekeepers. Like I'm not going to give us like, we're willing to literally share anything with each other. And yeah. I we were like, this is how much I made last year. How like open. <laughs> Here's, my and it's, like, Here's, Here's my income. Here's my income. I love that. And it's so refreshing to think about. Like there's not many group dynamics like that, especially after living in LA. And Ellen, I don't know if you experienced this too in film school where it's like, it's really this I don't know. I don't want to say competition. I feel like that's like overused and like honestly not always true about spaces. But in LA, I wrote about this in my essay series. It's like 
this question mark above people's head. Like, what do you actually want from me? What yeah. from you? It's always like this exchange of values and like, I'll do something for you if you do something for me. But we, I never feel that way with you guys. And it's so refreshing. Same. So why is that? Do you think, do you think it's just our history? Like the time we've been friends, it's just us as, as people coming to the table. Like this is just how we are. We don't always feel that way towards other people. What do you think it is? I'm curious. Well, I mean, we like saw each other grow up. Like we saw, like we literally watched videos of each other growing up. <laughs> Quite literally. Like we saw Ronnie, like, like hair a mess. Yeah, like we all still have a YouTube channel that we like sometimes <laughs> upload videos on. It's like a little different now, but um, but like we did like follow each other for a long time. Like we yeah. followed each other's like creative journey. I wonder too if it's just individuals as a whole. My intent when I befriend someone is never, what can I get from you? It's more like, oh, this person probably has something to teach me and I I don't know what yeah. it's going to be, but let me like sit around for a little bit and figure it out. And then if it's, oh, this person actually is awful. Okay, let's just keep, let's keep tracking. I'm sure in Los Angeles, like there's, the intent is to kind of see your dream come. What do I have to do to get to it, right? I know that's not every single person's, thought process but maybe it is a lot the majority of the people that yeah <laughs> probably, I couldn't stand it I couldn't stand it I was you like probably this are is like meeting people and like kind of being like wow this is a really cool person like I want to be their friend and then like you start to question like are they being genuine actually wait like are they do they actually want to be my friend or they do do they just like the work that I yeah. do and they, like that's probably like the life of a wait let's celebrity. speak to that let's speak to that okay have you found that you have people in your life that are only in your life because of what you make i was just talking about this it happens anytime something in my life happens that's like relatively big or i make something and people just come out of the woodworks like for my book i can't tell you how many people from la who haven't checked on me since i moved and they wanted to call me and talk all of a sudden and then they're talking about like well how did you make your book or like what was the like the process and I'm just like I feel like you're taking from me like it just <laughs> feels so inauthentic and um I think people definitely have that mindset where they're just constantly like what can I take instead of what can I build with you like what kind of relationship can we build like how can we collaborate and it's just that gets really old but I definitely face this too in college because I think coming up like I, I, it's a different, it's different now, but I think it was worse back in college when this was like, we had been doing YouTube and also we should, talk, I don't know if you guys, we probably don't have time to talk about this, but the stigma <laughs> of being a YouTuber then versus now is very different. And oh I got, my God, so, I got so many of my jobs and my internships were like bosses being like, this girl has a YouTube, she has how many subscribers? What? That's so cool. She's a self-starter. She's proactive. I want to hire her versus like, two years ago when I got like one of my last jobs in LA, the founder, like when he was interviewing me, he was like, you do YouTube. And I was like, yeah. The tone has shifted where before it was very much like a self-starting thing. And now it's like, I want attention thing. Yeah. Like people move to LA to be YouTubers now. Like that's insane to me. It's nuts. And I, so basically I I found it harder a few years ago when it was like YouTube, that stigma was not attached. And, um, people genuinely were like, well, I want to do that. Like, I remember this, this guy, like a friend of me in college and he only ever wanted to hang out. And every time we hung out, we only ever talked about like YouTube and me. And I was like, but I want to talk more about like you, like, yeah, I want to more, right. learn more about you. And then I remember, I, I'll never forget this. I told him my favorite font to use on my videos and he started using it for all his life. 
No. And I was so mad. But yeah, you got to watch out for people like that. And it's really hard because I think we all are genuine people who want to build friendships and relationships and connections, deep connections. And not everyone's like that. And I still have trouble shift, uh, sifting out those people. Yes, deciphering. Thank you. That's the perfect word. Deciphering who's intentional. It's, it's, it's hard. It's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I, I feel like my experience is a little different because I, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to experience it now. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't really like think of times when I was younger, it was always something that people really were like, just honestly, truly admired me for. Like, they're actually pretty genuine about like, cause I was like the one person in my like very small class that was very interested in video. So like people would always be like, she's the video girl. And like, like ask me all the questions about anything. Like I would not know the answer to things. They would just be like, how do you fix this DVD player? And I'd be like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) Like. just like that kind of stuff. So like, I always felt like really supported when I was like younger, like in high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to experience now in like more of like a professional sense because like I'm from this, I'm so I went to school in Chicago. I had my experience there. I like felt like there was a lot of like pretentious thinking people uh, mm-hmm. in my program. And like, I just, never liked that never liked that mentality i'm like okay you do good work but i don't like working with you because mm-hmm. you so got, important you know like you got this like attitude that i just i don't. like that quote <laughs> like you can do really good stuff you can make really good stuff um but like that word intention is so i love the word intention it's all about intention and like why are you doing good work like what is your purpose behind this good work and move back to my hometown and I'm in this smaller city and and the creative community here is a little bit different and it is a lot more of those like self-starter people it's a lot of people who like didn't go to school for it or didn't go to school at all and like just started like picking like picked up a camera so like my like relationships with these people are different because they like are like maybe started two years ago like never touched a camera until two years ago they either look to me because they like want my like expertise I'm always kind of like okay well like it's nice that you think that I have expertise like that's (laughs) cool and I'm complimented but it doesn't feel genuine sometimes maybe the nature just of like a work relationship when you were talking about the name of this podcast I was like getting all excited because I'm like having a hand right now in creating this network of people here this community of photographers and videographers and writers and like artists like painters graphic designers like whatever and we're like actually trying to like sustain like meetup we've seen obviously that like when you lift each other up and support each other and cheer each other on. The industry as a whole does better. I like the word col- collaborating so much more than like yeah. competing. And and mm-hmm. so like, that's what we're doing. This this group is like really get, like gaining some speed here. And I'm at a point now where I like know all these really cool artists. And like when I get a client reach out to me for a job and I'm like, you know, this doesn't really suit me before I would just be like, this, this doesn't really suit me. Like, I don't think I could do this job. Now I'm like, here are five people that could do this job and I know them really well and we're friends. I think that's sweet that you are able to say, Hey, this doesn't really line up with the things that I see myself doing, but here are some people that it does like they could do it. Because we're like trying to establish those relationships. We're supporting each other. There's actually this other videographer in Toledo. Her name is Ellen and her last name starts with a D as well. And at first I was like, Oh shoot, she's coming for me. Like (laughs) she's like, she's trying to, 
take on my client. I was like, okay, I'm going to just reach out to her because this is actually also kind of really cool. We both do the same thing. Young women who are trying to make a living doing filmmaking. And now we're like really good friends and we recommend each other for everything. Like if one person can't do a job, we send it to the other. Like the Ellen's like the team. Lift each other up, help each other out. Do it, do it for genuine reasons. Like that because you're trying to elevate your own career. It's going to come back in the long run. People are going to remember that you were kind and genuine to them. And, and that's how we have sustained this friendship, I think. Honestly, just like curious about each other's life and how we're like really feeling and doing. Yeah. Well, friends, thank you so much for being on today's Creativity Chat. I will link all of their socials, their websites in the show notes. And definitely check both of them out because they're two of my favorite people in my feed. I'm so proud um, of you. I'm so, I'm so proud of you, Ellen. I'm also proud of you, Ellen. But uh, Kristen, Kristen, your podcast. Seriously. I remember when it was a seedling and you were planting it and now yeah. it's a thing. And um, yeah, you always talk about dreaming, but doing, and you did the doing part of it. So I am so happy for you. And Ellen's same, like you have a yeah. freaking business. Like, oh my God. I'm so like, ugh, you guys. And you have a freaking book. Oh my gosh. It's all right. Thank you, friend. But I love you both. And it's it's weird like to have a love for people that you haven't had consistently in your day to day. I would do whatever I could to help either of you you here from Georgia (laughs) or here in Georgia. And um I just hope people who are listening find creative confidants, creative champions as well in whatever field they are in. So Thank you for listening. I hope you have a lovely rest of the day. You both waved <laughs> to in a podcast. Are we in production or no? <laughs> Ellen had the same thought I did. We're like a nice crescendo out with just Chris. Bye. Bye.